What up, what up, what's up? His or hers, I'll show you Whitney, Whitney, and now she's a... Ah, well, I apologize. We're two days late. Uh, it's Tuesday night. It's like 11 something. up oh, 12. Wednesday. It's 12. Huh, so it's hey. Wednesday morning, home day. <laughs> but we just been busy, man. Like... Like we're um we're doing pretty good, yo. You know our YouTube going, our podcast is going. You know we get interviews in and doing red carpets. Uh, speaking of the red carpet, shot. Uh, uh, rest in peace to what's the name, babe? Lashawn Daniels. Yes. Uh, yeah, we just interviewed him. Uh, what was it, Thursday, last Thursday, or yeah, the Thursday for last? BMI Awards, where yeah. Miss Brandy Norwood received the President's Award. Yep, and then like two days later, he passed away. He like, was super was nice, super humble. That's right. On the red carpet, super funny, and it was right. just like surreal to me because I literally had just met this person, this beautiful soul that right. definitely genuine and humble. Definitely, his life was taken from him. I mean, I literally had started researching him and his wife because I was like, they had a beautiful story. And it was like, wow. Right. And um, <clears> then <throat> the reason why I bring that up is because those are that's one of the things that had me tired just dealing with that situation because um, we get these uh, uh, interviews or these, what, what, what do you want to call it, babe? These red carpet events? Uh-huh. You know, from other, from more established uh Businesses or, or magazines or whatever you said, publications, and they want certain things, and they hit you up with the don't double brand thing, and they didn't ask for anything, but they know you got something, and then they like, we sent y'all there, so send it to us, and I'm not saying it in those words, because I could have been a a butthole and be like, well, I ain't giving you nothing, and I'm not taking nothing down because I did it and I did it, da da da. But at the end of the day, you know, I got ways of getting around certain things. So I'm just trying to build up the clientele and the, the, all the B-roll footage. And I'm going to make something real dope for y'all to see on our uh, YouTube. So just dealing with that kind of uh, slowed me down. Uh, me just dealing with, because babe, she dealt with that stuff before. She already knew. But I didn't. I'm like, I'm putting time in. And now I'm, you're saying I can't even use the work that I put the time in for? Oh, man. Hold on, yo. <laughs> yo, sure. Yo, sure. But. <laughs> uh, bringing y'all this new podcast, this new episode, which we're talking about workplace. What is it, babe? Workplace altercations. How to deal or? with like workplace disagreements yeah. or uh, arguments, just, just issues at work in the workplace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go ahead and speak about that. The reason we, uh, well, babe, more so decided, I guess he wants me to use this as a cleansing moment. Um, but I was pretty upset a couple days ago when I came home from work. Because I had um, a situation um, with a coworker, 
And I'm very jovial. I'm very, you know, easygoing. I like to have everybody smiling. I literally wasn't feeling that well. Um, but, you know, just being me, I wanted everybody to be cool, copacetic, you know, because of the work that we do. Like, I'm a team player. And I was met abruptly with someone who was entitled, pompous, egregious, didn't want to accept the concept of team, was a braggart, just wanted me, me, me. But... You know, that didn't bother me. Like, you know, you don't want to be a team cool. What bothered me is, is I literally felt like this older 1970s stuck lady. <laughs> this lady said to me, not verbatim, but how I interpret it. I'm <clears throat> telling on you. I'm going to tell on you. Because she tried to come at me with something and I was feeling triggered. So I said... I'm not having this conversation right now. That wasn't good enough. She kept going provoking me. And I said, I'm not having this conversation right now. So I thought I was doing you and I a favor. Because I know when I go from zero to 1,000, that's it for me. Right. Like, I don't see. Give, give them a little between. bit of the backstory of what you did. Okay. So uh, I work in a, the mental health field. Um, basically, I work in the emergency room of mental health hospitals. So we do the assessing, finding level of care, you know, assigning doctors, things like that. And, you know, one the one of the most important things that I have found out in this field is you have to meet people where they are. Because I can't go to a 21-year-old black urban male the same way that I would go to a 42-year-old suburban stay-at-home Caucasian mom. Like, I'm not going to approach them the same way. So... Um, he was, the the dude was tripping, like, you know, he was having a a moment of psychosis. And so, you know, I asked him his name, his parents approached me like, Hey, could you please talk to him? Could you please try to get him to come in this room? Please act to get him to stop threatening, blah, blah, blah. So I was able to do that. I was able to get him to eat some food. I was able to let him see, Hey, regardless of the fact that you don't want to be here, you have to be here. So let's just go ahead and do our time here and then keep it moving. We had we were calm, and I, I I simply said to him, "Treat other people the same way you treated me." Um, the young the lady who was working with him, I didn't step on her to do her assessment or any of that. Like the parents literally asked me every time I walked by, "What's taking so long? What's the time?" Blah blah blah. So I'm just doing in the <clears throat> thought of of customer service. I'm just answering them, and I'm just obliging. Because I know if, when I've been in the emergency room, I don't like waiting either. Right. So, this older Caucasian female, that was very uh, politically correct, mm-hmm. um, she literally tried to come and tell me that I better not help her again. Like, basically, don't talk to my patients. And I said, okay, I don't want to talk about this right now. Basically, like, I'm not, I'm not hearing you because there's... Away, it's not always what you say, but how you say it. Right. So as soon as that happened, although I had already observed that, you know, she was not going to be compliant with my educated, melanated female self, younger. She just, those are things that she's probably looking at. Like she's black, she's younger than me, she is smart. She wasn't going to cooperate with anybody else of those same traits. 
So she just was being, um, he said no cursing. So she was just being an itch bay. Mm-hmm. That's pig lay. So she got what she came for. I, I've heard from a great person. Wherever you write the ticket is where you get the show. I told her one time, I don't want to talk about it right now. That wasn't good enough. Anybody who's worked with me and ever seen me get to that point, they know that there's no point of return for me. And so that's what it is. I said, I don't want to talk about it. You can't make me talk about it. She felt like she could. She said, I'm I'm, I'm telling on you. I'm getting so, such and such involved. <laughs> I said, will you do that? I almost hit them with the... <coughs> um, Everybody hates Chris's mom. You know what? I don't need this job. Right. <laughs> but I enjoy doing what I do. So I'm not going to let anybody come to me and my job, my money. But- so, um, I know you told us what happened and you told us, like, how you handled it. But after the situation, did you have any thought on maybe I could have handled it this way or I could have handled it this way like would you recommend other people to handle those situations the same way as you or like see the reason I feel like I'm okay with how I handle it is because I literally tried to save us both Mm -hmm. and I literally said hey I I was calm when I said it the first time I don't want to talk about it right now but I've learned this in in romantic relationships friendships once somebody said they're not ready to talk about it regardless even though you feel like ah i want to talk about this right now it's probably not best that you push it because they know their their point they know their limits and that's what it was like i felt like with her pointing her I'm trying so hard not to curse. Where her point, pointing her finger at me. No, you're going to talk about it now. That was it for me. I mean, I probably, I do wish that I hadn't raised my voice and giving her something else to say about a black woman. Mm-hmm. But that angry black woman rule. You know, I am still a person. I'm still mm. a female. I mean, I'm still me. Like, I still have feelings. And oh, because she said you need help, we work in mental health. So is that how you feel? And this is what really got me, y'all. And I'm really trying to keep my bias out of it. But to let that thing come full circle. So usually I leave work at three minutes, three o'clock and eight seconds. Like I'm I'm already in my car. <laughs> eight seconds though? Eight seconds. Literally eight seconds. Eight seconds. Oh my gracious. Okay. Why not nine seconds? Don't do that. You know why not nine okay. seconds. So I'm literally already <laughs> pulling out the lot. Y'all, I was there 43 minutes later than 3 o'clock. Not 48 minutes later? No, not 48, <laughs> 43. <laughs> and the, all of that happened to, for it to come back and the, the psychiatrist working with that particular client was complaining about that lady's work but not knowing that it was her work. He just speaking generally. And I was like... That was that was that was meant for me to see, because you know, and something that I've 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 concerned with, baby here. Yeah, I'm here. Something that I'm concerned with is, you know, people who are not for us, and when I say for us, I mean black people, you know, just misdiagnosing or giving a more aggressive diagnosis 
to our black men, our black boys, you know, when they show anger, they might give them a conduct disorder when it's more so maybe depression, you know? So, and I felt like that was a situation of, you know, he presented with such and such in his system. So now you think he's an addict, whereas he was really educated, you know, upstanding student who, uh, who experimented with something that was not good. And he had a, Negative psychotic reaction to it. Right. You know, back in the day, they should just say a bad trip, you know, when it's white folks. But black people, you know, are you're a druggie and you did this and you did that. And this is what you do all the time. You know, why can't we get those same, you know, slaps on the wrist and, you know, uh, uh, conversations. You shouldn't experiment with these because this might happen or this might happen. You know, we're, all we get is this is you and this is what you're always going to do. And this is what you've always been doing. But the white folks, oh, it was a bad trip. Just don't mess with it again. You'll be all right. Exactly. So, you know, and I'm really trying to, I'm thinking about another time that I had like a conflict at work that, you know, was uh, resulted in me getting loud. And I don't even want to talk about that because that was definitely with another Caucasian female. I a problem with all white people. I want to be clear on that. But I do have a problem with people who can't respect me. Period. And so that's that's something that I need to work on because sometimes I feel that people will provoke you to the point of you really tripping out. Losing your job. Like all that stuff is not worth it. It's, It's very small when it comes to you know like I still have to provide and be here for my child. However, if you disrespect my child or or my myself in the midst of that, you know, on top of you being Caucasian, it's it's a rentals for you, homie. Like, I just and that's a complex I probably need to work on, but right now that's where I am. God ain't finished with me that. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram Live at his and hers one underscore. Straight No Chaser every Wednesday, 930. Mm-hmm. My situation, my workplace situation uh, was actually recent as well. Um, around the time I started the new job, you know, met new people, you know, everybody got their own different opinions about everything. And at the time, the whole, and this is, you know, it's crazy to talk about, but at the time was when the big discussion about the Black Mermaid was up. Mm. And, you know, I've never really discussed it didn't care to discuss it because i didn't care about it it's like okay people have their opinions so what no one's ever been around me i'm saying that voiced their opinion about it or whatsoever but just so happened it came up in this new job and it still wasn't a big thing for me you know because when i heard the comments at first i just laughed them off like yeah you're laughing but i realized that the person was serious like I want a white mermaid with red hair and they're changing the story 
by making her a black mermaid. And it got to the point to where they were talking about how would you feel if they made a black character white in whatsoever and the character that they moved was actually a black character. I think they used like Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? I said, you know, like first, the difference in that is that is a real people. You know, yeah. that is an African people that you're messing with now. When it comes to the Little Mermaid, it is a fictional character. That's why they're able to uh, um, mess with the nationality of that. Then he says, well, the genie in Aladdin is black and he's supposed to be Arab. I said, first off, once again, the genie is a fictional character. You know what I'm saying? They didn't change Aladdin. You know what I'm saying? They didn't make Aladdin black or white or Asian. You know what I'm saying? And mind you, the person that I'm speaking to is Puerto Rican. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could not get the concept of the of the colorism that we face in this business called America. You know what I'm saying? Um, so... Um, I'm just trying to explain to them and give them some enlightenment and why we should accept the change and the cultural differences and, you know, why black people are being on TV more so and why we need to see other uh, races and nationalities and cultures on TV other than white. I give it to them as far as the reason why the mermaid was white. Because at the time that the mermaid was created was when white people were running the world without question. They're still running the world, but they have more question now. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot more talented people out there. There's a lot of talented people of color out there now. And they want to see their selves. They want their children to see their selves within the character. I'm saying I gave it to them. I said... How would you... I was like... Now, I was born in 83. You know what I'm saying? When I wanted to go out for Halloween, and I wanted to be Superman, I had to put on a white face. And yes, I looked like Superman until I get to my hands. You know, I had that styrofoam, or it wasn't even styrofoam. It was like hard plastic that cut you when it, when it cracked. You know what I'm saying? White face on. I got the Superman outfit, got the cape and everything. But when I look at my hands, you realize I'm not really Superman because I got black hands. I can't be Superman because I have black hands. So today we need to have different characters out there that looks like other people. You know, mm -hmm. that that looks like our people. Right. You know what I'm saying? And others, you know, because... I want my child, my children to be able to say, I want to be this brown character and believe that they are that brown character when they look at their hands. So, so I say all that because I was actually trying to break it down to him like this. And I said, don't you want your daughter to be able to uh, get a princess outfit and say, you know, this is me. And he said, you know what? What I would do, I would just say, you want to you want to be a princess? Look at your mother. Okay. That's I give it to you. Story, right. Though. I give it to you. It's sort of kind of a good answer and it's sort of kind of a cop out. 
Don't nobody, I mean, not saying that some people don't look up to their mother and say, I want to be my mother for Halloween. I'm sure that happens. But the majority of the children want to be their cartoon character or their movie character or their whatsoever, whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? That's what they want to do. You know, so for you to say that, like I even asked, I said, how would you feel if they changed Dora the Explorer? He said he wouldn't care. I said, well, you should. So why is that he don't care about Dora, his own culture, and do care about Well, Dora's Mexican. But she's Spanish. I know, and that's what I was trying to get to him. Like, yeah, but he was like, well, she's Mexican and all this and all that. I'm like, I believe he's been brainwashed. He's naive. He's young. You know, he was brainwashed by the military. You know, um, for those of you that are in the military that listen to this and, you know, no disrespect to y'all and what y'all fought for. But, you know, I have my own opinions about the flag, you know. So that's, you know, he was just so lost in it. But in, But anyway, long story short, you know, we were talking about that for a while and there was another co-worker who was there who was a Caucasian. And when I left, they assumed that I was saying that black people are superior. And uh, behind my back, someone overheard them say that they think that I'm racist or whatsoever. Okay, cool. Didn't care what they said. Bada boom, bada bang. But then come, but then you know, time goes on. I'm starting to see little things. I feel the tension in the air. I really don't care still. But you know, so I'm talking to another employee, then I see my name tag. We have these magnet name tags that they have that they put on our lockers, on our weapons, you know, just so we know where our stuff is. And they're on the vents, the air vents on the ceiling. You know, I see one, you know. Even though it's like, how did that happen? I look at them, like, all right, cool. I mean, maybe somebody was playing with it and it got stuck and they didn't feel like getting it down. Or they couldn't get it down. Fine, cool. But then I go into another room and I see another one. Now that's harassment. Now I'm feeling some kind of way. So I know the person who was doing it. I'm ready to come at him. But this is when time was on my side because I saw it on a Sunday or so or yeah I think it was a Sunday or what so I don't see the person no I saw like a week before on like maybe a third a, a morning because I work night shift saw it on like maybe a Thursday morning Friday morning I work night shift didn't see him then I come in on that Sunday is still there Monday it's still there but that Monday is a holiday the holiday that just passed what was it Labor Day or something like that that just passed. And then I don't see him until the following Monday. Now, mind you, when I first saw it, I wanted to confront him. But I didn't get the opportunity to see him. Didn't know how I was going to confront him. Didn't know if it was going to be politically correct. If it was going to be equitable for work or whatsoever. But I knew I was going to confront him about it. And so, and by all chances, we got a new lieutenant. And uh, I actually knew this lieutenant. Because, you know, I got some feelings about the last lieutenant that was there because things started to change when I tried to come to him and confront him about certain things. So um, the new lieutenant came in, you know, he sat down with me, you know, after the other lieutenant filled him in. And this lieutenant felt some kind of way about the old lieutenant, like, yeah, some race stuff going on around here because he that lieutenant was a Caucasian. 
but everything got out of control. You know, he told me that he was going to sit down. Then me and the dude had a conversation about it. We found out what it all came from, and it all stemmed from that Little Mermaid conversation. And I was like, wow. So that was my thing right there. So as far as workplace, I don't, I, the way I asked my babe, like, how do I, or how does she handle it? How do I handle it? I guess, you know, mine's turned out the best way possible because it was so much time mixed in between it, between me finding out and being able to confront. So I think I had a lot more time to react. But I don't think that you were attacked. I felt attacked. I was attacked. I just wasn't attacked directly. Okay, but I was. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I had more time. That's to what I'm saying. Deal so with, yeah. I, I don't want people to to say that I was just abrasive with this young lady because I really tried to just remove myself from the situation. Yeah, especially when you said you know you don't want to talk about it. Like that's a form of uh, fight or flight. You, you chose to flee the situation because you saw where it was going. And she kept provoking me. Right so now, I'm trying to fight. Right. Not physically, but with my words. Yeah. So I mean, I definitely understand. You know what you did and the the decision that you made you know um yeah so yours was like right there mine's had uh time in between but yeah so and the and difference i also think is for you you're a higher rank is that correct yeah than this person so for me i still have to work equally to this no, 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 no. Me and this, me and the other person were on the same rank. Okay. Yeah, we're the, well, we're the same rank. Well, me and her still have to work equally together. And the concern was, um, would I help her again in the situation? You know, if it presents itself, because we deal with psychotic patients all right. the time. And for the sake of my license, I, I will help her. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. But for the sake of the job, you know, like it's it's a job. Yeah. You know, just get the job done. Don't have to like the person. Just do the job and. And that's honestly after the situation happened, I continued to see patients. Like, I it didn't ruin or stop the rest of my day. So, it affected her more because she wanted she wanted more of a. I'm gonna tell you what I think it is because I've been doing this longer. So, right. It is what it is. I was mad when I got off work, but by the time I got home and they rubbed my feet, I had kind of calmed down. <laughs> right. So that was our, you know, uh, workplace confrontation episode. Uh, I hopefully, I hope hopefully. we, you know, I hope we gave y'all something to think about or uh, something to prepare yourselves for. If you might have some confrontations coming up, or something may happen later on today, or something have happened, and you know, you just think about the way you'll act before because. Especially if you're a person of any color, any pigmentation, any melanated, melanated skin, you know what I'm saying? Um, We don't have the same opportunities and chances that our white counterparts have. And if you have experienced anything like this or want to chime in, we would appreciate you guys writing in. We probably talk about it on Straight No Chaser because um, it was... I didn't think, I think that because everybody thinks that I'm such a nice, sweet, and um, 
laughing person all the time when they saw their reaction everybody was calling like are you okay are you okay and i was okay because honestly i felt like i was on a five on the one to ten scale <laughs> i don't feel like i hit her like full throttle did i think about other petty things to do after the fact like she told me i need help so i thought about getting a shirt made that said that um i think it was a st- it was stem from a lot of things because Prior to, she had made brownies and asked me if I wanted some. I told her I don't eat everybody's brownies, but that's a fact. Um, so, we'll see. Um, I don't know when we work again because I do not work there full time. But, um, we'll see. Alright, right, thank you for listening to this uh, episode of His and Hers Uncensored. Uncensored. With Alshay and Whitney, Whitney and Alshay. Continue to uh, listen for new episodes. I apologize again for us being a few days late. No need to apologize, babe. And a lot right now. Yeah. Um. And continue to look out for our YouTube channel. Give them the channel, babe. His and sign hers TV. Yes, his and hers TV with the and sign. You know, we got another episode coming up for the CBD people out there. Woo-woo. For the hemp people out there, you know. Uh, check us out on Straight No Chaser on Wednesdays on Instagram, you know. Um, and you know, we out because why we all at we all at take it easy, y'all.